0: Now, allow me to read the scripture for this morning from the book of Isaiah. This is chapter 40. Comfort. Comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and proclaim to her that her hard service has been completed, that her sin has been paid for, that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins And skipping down to one more verse, verse 11 in that same chapter, he tends his flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lambs in his arms and carries them, to clo- carries them close to his heart. He gently leads those that have young. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. The scripture in Isaiah marks a change. In God's word being communicated to the people of God. Prior to chapter 40 in Isaiah, the news spoken in God's name brought difficult words of judgment. The people had rebelled against God. They had lived at the expense of their neighbors, putting their own desires above others. Up to chapter 40... The writings in Isaiah point forward to a time when Jerusalem would be destroyed. And in 587 B.C. that happened when Jerusalem fell to Babylon and a good portion of Jerusalem's population went into exile. The prophets had made it clear that the destruction of the city and the exile to Babylon were not due to Babylonian strength. The word was that this was punishment from God. But from Isaiah 40 forward, beginning with the words we just heard, it sounds as though judgment is in the past. Earlier, Jerusalem was destroyed. Citizens went into exile. But now, somewhere around 540 B.C., on the other side of that experience, a new word comes to the people of Jerusalem a word of comfort and hope for a new future. God commands that his people, Jerusalem, be comforted. Jerusalem, who earlier had prospered through wickedness, oppression, lies, and injustice, refusing to listen to the prophet's call to repentance and be reconciled to God, now hears in Isaiah 40, That the punishment of time is at an end. Jerusalem's term of punishment is completed and the penalty is paid. Now God is choosing to extend comfort and hope and peace to those people. Comfort. Comfort my people, says God, speak tenderly to Jerusalem and proclaim to her that her hard service has been completed, that her sin has been paid for, that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. Interestingly, we're not told to whom God is speaking at this point. We know who His words are meant for, the people of God who had been brought through a tough time in exile apparently because of their rebelliousness to God in the past. But it doesn't really say who God is talking to, telling them to comfort His people. Some believe maybe it was to the prophets of Israel who had in the past been messengers more of judgment than comfort and peace. Others believe God may have even been talking to angels God's messengers preparing to send them with a new message to the people of God. A message of hope and comfort, reconciliation and peace. The last verse we read even ends with what almost feels like a warm, fuzzy image of the one who is to come. The one who is coming, who's coming we are supposed to prepare for. It ends with these tender words, whoever they were spoken to. Here are the words. He tends his flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lambs into his arms and carries them close to his heart. If those little lambs were kittens... You could easily imagine them purring in the arms of the one who loves them. Hopefully, we can just as easily picture the people of God. You and me, even, snuggling into the arms of the God who loves us beyond all other love. It's such a conflicting vision that Isaiah creates with these words. He's already spoken to them in the past about a God of judgment. They already have in their minds this picture of a powerful divine warrior God who, in the best of times, seemingly stood with Israel against their enemies. Now, that same God is made to sound all warm and fuzzy, kind and compassionate. We can picture these people, the people of God, who have lived with the consequences of their sin and rebellion, now hearing words of hope and comfort and peace. And you can almost hear a collective response of, ah. You can almost Picture a young child snuggling down into the arms of someone who loves them. In the New Testament, the Gospel writers saw John the Baptist as the one who had a very similar message. A voice of one calling, In the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. He was announcing the coming of the Lord who would be in the flesh. Comfort, hope, reconciliation, and peace. The love of God in person. All the same things that Isaiah was announcing would come to the people of Jerusalem in the days after the Babylonian exile. Today, in Advent of 2020 we both celebrate and anticipate the coming again of the same Lord that both Isaiah and John the Baptist announced. He has both come into the world we live in today, eternally present through the Holy Spirit, and will come again next time as the powerful, divine warrior of God who will usher in God's final victory over all that would stand against him. But for now, the coming of Christ that we know and celebrate is the coming of the one who brings comfort, peace, reconciliation to the world, connection to the good shepherd who loves the sheep of his flock. The one who, in the words of Isaiah, gathers his lambs in his arms and carries them close to his heart. So that those who now find themselves in the flock can peacefully breathe one of those big sighs of relief and just settle into the arms of the God who loves them. (sighs) Like our bodies and minds, I think sometimes... We find ourselves in need of that same relaxing release spiritually, needing to be comforted by the one who loves us most, needing to have the spiritual parallel of ah. Listen again to the words that God said should be spoken to the people of God. Comfort. Comfort. My people, says your God, speak tenderly to Jerusalem. Proclaim to her that her hard service has been completed. Her sin has been paid for. She has received from the Lord double for all her sins. When reading scripture, especially the Old Testament, I always find myself asking, why is this still relevant for us today? I think... These words are still relevant today because a lot of us are still going through situations in life that can rob us of hope, comfort, and peace with or without the impact of COVID-19. We deal with stress and struggles in life, health issues, grief, anxiety, uncertainty, job changes, even struggles with sin, we just can't seem to get away from. And then there's school, family tensions, depression, discouragement from things not going our way and seemingly out of our control. We all stand in need of what the coming of Christ brings to us. We stand in need of hope, of comfort. And peace. Did you hear the most powerful words of comfort in those verses? They come immediately after. Comfort. Comfort. Speak this comfort to my people, says God. God calls the hearers my people. I want to remind you today that we. That you are my people to God. You are the people of God. The ones called my people by the creator of the universe. The ones God still desires to bring comfort and hope to. The ones the shepherd gathers in his arms and carries Close to his heart. If you're watching this morning and don't really feel like you're necessarily part of that group God calls my people, but think you might want to be, we'll be glad to talk with you about that and share more with you. Message us on Facebook or find our emails and phone numbers on the church's website. There is hope, comfort, and peace for you, all of you, in this Advent season, knowing that the God of the universe desires to gather you in his arms and carry you close to his heart. There's hope for the struggles we're dealing with, there's comfort for hurting hearts, there's peace. To be experienced in the Christ who's coming, we both celebrate and anticipate. I pray that you may experience some of that comfort and joy in Jesus these last few days of the Advent season and on into the Christmas season. His comfort, hope, and peace are ours today just for the asking. So let's ask together as we pray. Lord, pour out your Spirit on your people. In your word, you call them my people by the very words of God. Continue to pour out your Spirit on your people, Lord. In this sacred time of year, as we prepare, as we wait, as we listen, as we anticipate. Draw us into your arms where you carry us close to your heart. Pour into our lives where it is needed most those gifts of hope and comfort and reconciliation and peace. They are the gifts of God for the people of God made possible by the love of God particularly as expressed in the birth of the Christ child. We ask today for those things where we need them most in our lives, for us individually and for us to share with others and to remind others of that greatest gift. Thanks, Lord, for the amazing gifts you give us in Christ Jesus. It is in his name we pray. Amen.